0: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late
1: checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
0: You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count.
2: For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global. Yeah.
0: All right, welcome to Between Bites with Nina Compton and Larry Miller on the Pelicans Podcast Network. Today we are joined, uh, very excited to be joined by uh, Chef Susan Spicer.. Yay. Yay, <laughs> we will start this by just saying you are the OG. <laughs> right? yes,
2: yes, you are. Yes, you are. Whether what you emphasis, like it or not. Emphasis on the O. Well, no, is, that, is
0: that original? That's or original. Old? That's original.
2: <laughs> okay,
1: I thought it was the old. <laughs> oh no, no.
2: Well, welcome, and you know, it's an honor to have you on our show to Thank chat you, and, Nima. you know, just catch up with you. You're somebody I've admired for a very, very, very long time, and I remember the first time that we cooked together was at Antoine's with Todd yes. Price, yeah, yeah. and I remember I came over and I said, you are doing the seared foie foreground and I said, do you need help? And she's like, no, I got it. I'm like, all right, <laughs> she's a boss, she's, <laughs> she, she, she's got it, and he was staring <laughs> away. That,
1: that wasn't the time I was doing sweetbreads, was it? When I, like, had to sauté 300 <laughs> <No>. <laughs> of sweetbreads at Antoine's? That was a wild kitchen, is not Isn't
2: it? it? Yes, it is. It, it was It was a wild time. Because
0: of the size of so. the... I just Eight. have to
1: say congratulations. Oh, on your thank you, thank you, oh, thank Beard. you. That's so exciting. Yes. Very exciting.
0: Well, this is coming from someone with two <laughs> yes. distinctions well, yes. from James Beard. Yes. Um, Nineteen ninety, Best Chef Southeast. Man, yeah. was it? it was ninety-three. 93? Sorry, ninety-three. Yeah, ninety-three. And oh. what what was that like when you got that call?
1: Um, it was a shocker. Yeah. It was really, you know, winning was. Even more of a show. Yes, <laughs> yes. Because, you know, um, of course, I thought Frank should have won, you know, uh, that year for sure. We were uh, nominated the same year, and, you know, I felt sure he was going to get it, and I don't, you know, not sure how that, you know, happened, but...
0: And they were still in New York at uh, this yeah, time, the awards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I've heard, I haven't heard any specifics, but I heard those were fun trips, to New York for the James Beard Awards. They were, yeah. they
1: You know, the, the big party the night yes. before and all that kind of stuff. You know, those things. A lot of the that traveling back in the day was a lot of fun. There were so many um, charity functions all over the country. And, you know, it was always great to get to check in with your colleagues and peers from, from around the country. Mm-hmm. And also there were always, you know, people that I admired greatly. So yes. it was a... You know, always a little bit daunting, but at the same time, really exciting. And of course, you know the schlepping of the six thousand portions. Yes yes, 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 yes. <laughs> that's why I don't I, miss that. That's part why I get to go on say, these trips. Is, I is I I'm the miss, Sherpa
0: for for carrying oh man, all the
1: supplies. God knows how many fish boxes I yes. carted <laughs> all over this country.
0: But <laughs> when how how did in '93? And then a the couple years after that could you feel an impact from the winning the beard award
1: oh yeah i would think so you know
0: um certainly
1: our out of town business was stimulated by that sure you yeah. know we've always you know we were lucky to always have good local support ever since we you know day one which was nice um but yeah that definitely sparked a lot of a lot of our, and I would say maybe, you know, it might have been at that point where our numbers kind of flipped, where we used to be sort of 60, 40 locals to, to you know, tourists. I think at that point, that was kind of a turning point where, you know, because I think people that travel tend to make those reservations, you know, ahead of time. They snag yes. their yeah. mm-hmm. trips yes. to New Orleans yes. around what restaurants are going to, whereas the locals are like, yeah. Oh. Friday night. Yeah. Hey, go out somewhere yeah. Let me
0: make a- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, well, and it's awesome that you know it just continues that tradition of people coming to New Orleans mm-hmm. to eat and have fun and experience yeah. everything else. But um, it's certainly the the quality of the restaurants through the years has uh, and the
1: variety. Sure. Oh yeah, and that's what's so much fun about
0: New Orleans now is
1: that the you know there's. I mean, we used to be on the you know kind of the international ethnic assortment of restaurants right. it was not certainly not anywhere near where it once where it is now. Well, it, and that's very what, That's
0: one of the things that you were sort of instrumental in back then. Is is you were taking flavors from around the world yeah. and bringing them here and, it's and cooking them. sort of a them. global mishmash. Yeah,
1: where, you know, it's just how I grew up eating. So I always felt like it was, you know, legitimate. And I tried to do my research and. And make sure I was, um, you know, having respect for right. whatever cuisine I was borrowing from. Or yeah, and you were born from.
0: in Key West.
1: Yes, I was. I was a Navy brat. Oh, so, really? But yeah.
0: between Key West and New Orleans, you were just destined to <laughs> have a fun life. Period.
1: I think so. I have a mother who um, showed us how to have a fun life. She was a very vivacious uh, and loving role model, but she she. Was a great entertainer. She um, was a fantastic dinner party thrower. And I always say she taught me the value of mise en place. She would get all her stuff together um, and she would do things like, you know, a beef curry with loads, all the different you know condiments and uh, you know things to add on rice and curry that was her that was her thing. but she enlist all of us we had there were seven of us so oh wow she had a lot of hands she could <laughs> command she had a lot of sous chefs yeah, yeah but she would um she would definitely get everything together and you know, like I said, she'd be out there playing charades and doing the cha-cha <laughs> with, with the guests. You was know? that
2: your first introduction to cooking, was with your mom? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: I was the sixth of seven, so I spent a lot of time just sitting on the kitchen counter watching her cook. She actually had, she had um, a chart, a sandwich chart, um, of the different sandwiches that everybody preferred. And oh, really? Wow. The weirdest sandwich <clears throat> that she would make for us was she would do, it would be mayonnaise and pimento stuffed green olives. She would slice the olives and put them on the white bread with the mayonnaise, and they were like little tea sandwiches. Oh, that and sounds great. I would one right say, now. I was going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make one tonight. <laughs> they were so good. But, I mean, can you imagine? You know, it takes a lot of slices. Right, right? yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, she would have all those, you know, the things that I guess... Somebody wouldn't eat and whatever, but... And yeah. did
2: anybody else in your family follow
1: um, as a nobody chef? Nobody else is cooking professionally. Uh, my younger brother, who passed away too sorry. soon, um, was a very, very active in the food community and uh, started in New Orleans but moved to Dallas and actually was really, really big in the farm-to-table movement there. He actually ran a farm called Golden Circle back in the days and started doing... Specialty produce mm-hmm. and things like that, and he ended up with a a store called FM 1410 that um, was almost like a like a boutique produce shop salon. He was oh, a musician. Wow. He was a really accomplished musician and uh, a very uh, very artistic, opinionated guy. Mm-hmm. And he would people would just come and he would hold court all day long oh, wow. and they would have he turned this messed up broken lot uh in a broken like parking lot with broken glass and everything turned it into a huge garden behind the oh wow and he would have dinner parties and you know it was it was great oh, lovely he was re- yeah he really uh he yeah. had a he was very loved in dallas it was you know so he and i you know had the the common thing he, yes. he used to say she, she would make the mud pies and I sourced the mud. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a good one. So, when it came time for you to make a decision, was it a I need to get a job decision or I want to cook decision when you started working?
1: Oh, well, I started working when I was about 17. So, you know, it was kind of I knew, you know, I knew that I needed to do something and I, you know, I like working. So, uh, I did a lot of things, so from 17 to 26, when I started cooking, I did a variety of things in in a few different places. I moved around in California, I lived in um, Amherst, Massachusetts for a while. I I like to say I did a lot of things badly. (laughs) And then when I got back to New Orleans, um, uh, my father had a stroke, and so I decided to stay in New Orleans. I, I was the only one at that time of my brothers and sisters who were sort of available to Mm -hmm. to hang out with him and take care of him but uh um, and I started cooking socially with a girlfriend of mine who got into it professionally and then she got me into it professionally and it was just it was just one of those things where I, I just said oh my god you know I can do this this is this hits all the buttons for me in a lot of different ways it's you know, I always felt like I wanted to do something artistic, mm-hmm. but I have no, you know, no musical ability. I right. can't, you know, I can, I'm, I'm stick figures. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, you know, so I had no other artistic talents, but when I started cooking, it just seemed very natural. It came to me very uh, naturally, and, and just the whole thing of, you know, the whole social aspect sure. of it, and the physical aspect of it, I really still enjoy a lot. And, um, you know, so it really, and then, you know, mentally challenging, certainly emotionally challenging. I myself. All the things. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was like, oh, this is it, you know, thank God I found it, you know, 26. I mean, that's, you know, yeah. kid, it's getting. Yeah, it's about time to make
0: a decision yeah, right, at that point.
1: it is. It was like, wow, thank goodness.
0: Well, thanks for your friend for... Getting you pushing yes, you along yeah. too.
1: Yeah. Well, she she married a, a lawyer and retired you know? <laughs> very quickly. And I, say, and I still and I'm the one with the varicose veins. <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: and then, what made you say I'm going to take a leap of faith and open a restaurant? Was it just the
1: timing felt right, or well, I think it did. I had had chef positions at a couple of different restaurants at that point, and. Uh, so I was at the Bistro at Maison de Bill, which was a mm. tiny little restaurant. And so people were, it, it used to aggravate people. <laughs> it used to make people, the customers, mad because they couldn't get in
0: sometimes. It's a great
1: problem yeah. to have. Yeah, I guess, you know. But uh, And then I started having regulars, and then the regulars would say, well, if you ever want to have a, you know, a, a place of your own, mm-hmm. let me know. And, and so eventually I... I met Regina and her husband, Ron, and I, uh, Regina Keeper, my partner at Bayona, and, you know, I liked them, and I said, well, you know, I'd be interested in looking around. We looked around, we didn't find anything. I didn't find anything Mm -hmm. that I thought was a particularly compelling place, and so we kind of let it drop, and then maybe six months later, uh, another customer of mine said, I have a building that you might want to look at, and I knew the building because it had been a restaurant called okay. Maison Pierre, and uh, it was a very, uh, you know, up, upscale kind of uh, creole restaurant back mm-hmm. in the 60s and 70s, and uh, I always thought it was really pretty. I used to walk by it on the way to my first cooking job, so, yeah. Um,
2: it still yeah. is very pretty. It's, it is. It, it's, it's a beautiful it's, uh, spot. You know, if you had to come to New Orleans, I always tell people that is the spot because it really encompasses
1: yeah, it's an everything. Old cottage it and is. It has the courtyard, which is just so pretty. And I always, you know, have to have that outdoor dining um, uh, element. Element. Yeah. yeah I really, really. It just—it's what I love about going and traveling to other countries, and especially, you know, going to Europe and going to, you know, just eating outside. Going to Thailand. I love eating yes, outdoors. Yes. I really, really enjoy it. So,
2: and you know, you know it's been open for 30, 30, 30, 30 plus years this year. Yeah. And how do you keep it fresh? I well, <laughs> if, if you don't. Well, I
1: don't actually. Um, I don't because I've kind of passed that on to um, you know my chef de cuisine. Mm-hmm. I, I actually post pandemic just said. Um, uh, I don't think, you know, it's kind of like uh, what did, what did uh, Jacinda Ahern say, you know, you got to have a full tank to uh, <laughs> to, to perform this yes, job. Yes. And, and honestly, you know, fine dining is kind of a grind. So that's why I've, I've sort of, you know, stepped, away. stepped away from actively uh, doing that. And I'm just at Rosedale.
0: Time, and now, yeah, just this just is funny. To... This is you stepping back and relaxing. No. You're still on the line yeah. cooking on Saturday nights. Oh, God. Oh, That's not exactly not stepping I not back.
1: But you I like, love it, though. I do love yeah. cooking on the line. I still do. I mean, I, I try to tell my cooks, you know, this is the most fun you're ever going to have. I, thank <laughs> you. Know, you. That... Working in a restaurant. <laughs> yes. I don't have to worry about yeah, everything the schedule, you, the yeah. food costs. You're yeah. just you just focusing, just taking great food, yeah. and, You know, and put a little bit of yourself in each dish. So, yeah, I do. I, you know, it's hard to relinquish that. Um, I think you know, just like working the nights and closing and that kind of stuff. You know, those are the things that um, that I'm this kind of wanting the younger guys <laughs> to do. And I have a good chef out there, um, Jacob Angiano, and he's really very enthusiastic, and he's um,
0: he's doing a great job. And you've earned
2: it. You've earned it. I mean, thirty plus years, yeah. and it, you know it's 40. 40, years 40, 40, yeah, 40, 40 years.
0: I didn't. I didn't want to say that. But, yeah, okay. But Ian put yeah, that true. in the paper. So <laughs> but I thought that was a know, rude first sentence. It's, yeah.
2: it's 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 a lot to say, and you know, I think that sometimes the expectation that people have is that you should be in the kitchen all the time, and mm-hmm. sometimes I think that you know after. You've own it. You can choose to be in it or not be in
1: it.
0: Well, you grow also well, in I your development your of people. Job. and yeah. Exactly. Well, that's exactly. the thing
1: because... Because you have to be a mentor also. Exactly. A big part of
0: it. Speaking of mentor, mentoring, there was a young rascal in your kitchen at Bayona um, named Donald Link. <laughs> i i'm glad that we got to meet donald later in life because he's got that mischievous look in his oh, eye that when he was younger oh, it might have God. been something to handle tell how, us more <laughs>
1: his nickname was hot dog oh yeah because <laughs> yeah. he it, donald has never lacked confidence and that is thing I <laughs> that's, that's for sure still doesn't <laughs> No and uh but you know but that's the cool thing about him and at first i thought he was just like a you know kind of a show off and mm-hmm. that thing but after you work with him for a while you know you realize he's totally passionate about he about is. the food and he's a really really great cook and has i mean even more so than me i mean he's got a real sense of the big picture mm-hmm. and that's i really think how he's built that that you know link partner yes. restaurant group, but whatever. Uh, you know, he just he I guess, you know, he has a degree in business and he just, you know, he 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 can get down to the to the real, you know, macro of the cooking and but also business really side understand what it takes
0: to a business successful. One of the things you just said, which maybe you just you it it become it's in you guys' heads as chefs. That the ultimate compliment you can pay another chef is to say they're a great cook. What's the difference between a cook and a chef? And I think, Did you do that on purpose, or you just... Well, I mean, you When know, you recognize... Game, recognize game?
1: That's what we did, right? It's I mean, a cook, yeah. And, and it's the love of cooking that gets us into, you know, the business and, and you know, gets us, I guess you know if you focus on what you're doing and do a great job at it then you, then you get sort of propelled forward you know whether and it can be what is it the old peter principle you know where you get promoted to your point of uh, incompetence right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your highest and best like use <laughs> you know that's kind of sometimes where um, I feel I am but you know uh yeah it's a love of cooking and and you got to recognize and you got to be able to you know, I think a lot of good cooking, what I tell my cooks, and, like everybody wants to be creative with mm-hmm. everything. I said so much of creativity is editing.
2: Right. <laughs> that was the biggest thing that I learned when I got my first chef de cuisine position and we did a tasting for the, the new spring menu. And I was telling the chef, this is my idea for these dishes. And I made, he's like, Nina, you need to edit you don't need 15 things in a plate, you just need four or five of the yeah, best ingredients. Yeah. And that really stuck with me because, you know, I have chefs, sushi so that make me a dish, mm-hmm. and will taste and the first thing they always say is, it needs more acid, chef, don't you think? And that's everybody's first thing is they acid taste- Acid or salt? They, it, it needs acid or it needs spice. And my, re, my rebuttal is, does macaroni and cheese need acid? <laughs> everybody loves macaroni and cheese yeah. but doesn't need acid. need acid and then and then they kind of like understand yeah. where i'm coming from because it's they overthink things mm-hmm. you know simplicity is sometimes the best thing you know getting that snap of perfectly crispy the puree is velvety uh, and smooth yeah. mm-hmm. and i think that they're so creative they're not looking at actually the technique of is every element on that plate cooked perfectly
1: yeah Technique is, you know, that's a that's, that's a big the one. Nice thing about my friend Pamela that got me cooking is that she didn't teach me recipes so much. She started off teaching me technique mm-hmm. and you know how to make a vinaigrette and what it means to saute as opposed to braise. Or, right. You know, so those kinds of things that she left, you know, laid a really great foundation. That's neat. So speaking
2: of loves, you yeah. and your husband yeah. celebrating twenty years. How did yeah. you guys meet?
1: man we met through uh tenny flynn actually, oh yeah from gw Finn. you know
0: tenny flynn is from he went to the high school next to me <laughs> we just found that out last oh, year yeah. where was that in atlanta georgia in okay. yeah, well, that's where i think
1: that's where chip met tenny and uh and then you know chip was actually a, a chef yes, before he yes. started building uh furniture beautiful furniture uh so he went to his, uh, cia in hyde mm-hmm. park and did a number of things, and then he had come back to New Orleans, or had come to New Orleans, uh, and was working as a chef at a little restaurant right down the street from Bayona. It's been a bunch of different places, mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, I can never remember, it's had a lot of different names, but um, it was just a, a real small place, and um, they'd had some pretty pretty uh, talented guys. Oh, gosh. It was named for the first guy, uh, first <laughs> chef there. Anyway, he went on to work at Joe Segretto's place. But anyway, um, so so Tenny had said, oh, my friend is is the chef there, and mm-hmm. he worked for, you know, he said the magic words, he worked for Danielle Boulou. Oh, oh uh, okay. I was like, eh? Hey, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> really? So I got my sous chef one night. I think it was like a Tuesday night, a slow night mm-hmm. at Bayona let's go down there and have dinner so we we walked I mean it was literally in the next block yeah so uh, we walked in and introduced ourselves and sat down and and uh you know he, and I never do this I never do you know oh feed me because I right. really I kind of don't <laughs> like that so much yeah you know, because everybody has their own particular taste but sure. you know he just said do you want me to send you some things and I was like sure and um, you know, he did this one dish that was like uh, chicken wrapped with leeks. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of leeks, so he kind of had me right yeah. there. You <laughs> know. And anyway, I just thought, oh, what a nice guy. You know, yeah. He's really nice. He had the southern charm. He's from Mississippi and all that. And we ended up just uh, kind of just being friends. And, and uh, eventually he ended up working for me at Spice Inc., and doing some, and doing a few nights at Bayona, too. Mm-hmm. And at that time, you know, I had a boyfriend, and he had a, he was going through a divorce. And um, so we just stayed friends, and he went, he started working with Tenny at mm-hmm. GW Finn's And uh, really, it, you know, one night we were, I was out um, <clears throat> on a tear, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and he was out, and we ran into each other at the Saint. Nice. And... I just, I really, I just had a, I was like, oh my gosh. You had a moment. I'm going to marry this. Guy. Oh, also, I did. And I have never thought about that. I've never said that, never thought about that of any, you know, any of my boyfriends or right. any guys, anything like that. But I swear to God, he walked through the door and I went,
0: ah. Well, he's a catch anyway. That's, yes, I he mean, is. that guy, we love and, and it and
1: turned out pretty
0: good. It, it turned it, out pretty good. Any of you don't know, later, if yes. you're in a nice restaurant in New Orleans, chances are you are enjoying the uh, design and furniture that... You're sitting uh, the, on the bed. Yes. The, the, the yes. Is yes. Um,
1: I know. When, so when we did get married and he said, you know... He was like, one of us has to get out of the restaurant. <laughs> Somebody so I was has like, to well, be. I don't sane. know how to do anything right, else, right. you know, because he had two children from his first marriage. So I was like, why don't you try something? He said, I would like to try my hand, you know, at, at woodworking. And I was like, go for it. Yeah. And, um, I know I can't do yeah. it. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's on you. And, wow. Uh, you know that little thing worked out. Yeah. It yes. did. Pretty good. In fact, it's, you know, it's, right it's, down it's, the street. Uh, Studio is monkey with the from, from yeah. uh, the restaurant, yeah, yeah, that's great. That is, yeah, it's really nice. We we, d- we drive
2: by, and we see him all the time, and mm-hmm. he has his bandana on. And he's <laughs> and
0: bandits out there I, making sure, uh, yeah, bandit
2: rock music blasting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know that's bubbles, what
2: I, bubbles, yeah.
1: Are, are the
0: I would love yes. to live right across the street from him. He has great taste in music.
1: Oh uh, well, he try. you know, he tries to, uh, he, he's very, very conscious of, you know, not. Aggravating the neighbors since right. it is kind of a mixed, you know, sure. residential neighborhood. So I think, you know, he makes sure he doesn't start before ten. <laughs> right. So you know, things like that. He's very conscious of keeping the neighbors
0: sure. happy. In New Orleans, as a businesswoman, we, you, we all deal with a lot of challenges. One of the unique ones was obviously BP blowing up the Gulf with the yeah. Deepwater Horizon. You had an interesting approach to that, where you sued him, <laughs> well, on behalf of the restaurant or the restaurant. Yeah, that the. Was... What was the idea that? How take us back to that oh time gosh. and 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 how bad it was for the restaurants, particularly.
1: Um. Well, it was just very scary. Mm-hmm. I mean, the reality was that you know it definitely had a, a an effect on the seafood. Situation, which of course is is, you know the foundation of New Orleans cuisine. Um, So it was pretty terrifying. The predictions and and I mean the actuality was pretty bad. I mean we didn't see crab for quite a while. Mm. The oysters got messed up, and um, you know there was a lot of
0: fear behind that. It was
1: more of a statement kind of thing, right?
0: But that was it wasn't
1: it wasn't you know to really.
0: But it, it's interesting to too because
1: to, to own up,
0: I right, guess, you know, right. To, but it, it was a neat statement, and it was one of those things where the uh, you know, up until the pandemic, <laughs> restaurants and particularly independent restaurants weren't necessarily out there putting themselves in the forefront to say, Hey, look at us, we are a, a kind of important <laughs> member yes. of the community, and what happens to the world affects us in this way Mm -hmm. and obviously everybody in the gulf region was affected but
1: i think post katrina you know that was when people realized how much the restaurants really you know were part of the fabric of the community an important part you know maybe more important than we realized uh and so yeah just uh you know then the oil spill, you know, right when we were starting to recover <laughs> right. from Katrina, things were looking really good. Then the oil spill and that definitely uh, impacted things. And it impacted it in a real way uh, just because it did affect um,
2: product Everybody. and what we could
1: yep. do. And, and, you know, uh, gosh. And the sad thing is it's, you know, it's it happens all over, Locked all in. the time. Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, you, you heard about that, and then there was like, oh, yeah, but this one's been going on over here for, yeah. you know.
2: And that like, it affects the food, you know, yeah. the food supply. Oh, and
1: then, yeah, because then there was the scare after, you know, the people were afraid to eat the seafood. Even when right. you could get the right. seafood, the yeah. people were worried about what was it, it being contaminated. Right. So then you had to, like, oh, okay, no, you know, the... You know, the industry is doing what's necessary for testing and all that kind of stuff. So you had to really convince people that, you know, that you weren't serving contaminated. Right. Right. So even when you could get it, it was still you you still had had issues. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher.
0: however long it's been that you've been cooking professionally if you could go back to one period of time from now until you started when do you think you would go back to or stay at Oh, <sighs> I know I should have told you that yesterday <laughs> That's
1: okay that's okay I, mean, I think kind of when I opened Savoie Fair uh, my first chef position I um, um you know, there were a lot of growing pains for me, uh, realizing that I had what it took to be a chef, to be called a chef, <laughs> um, you know, and then it was an exciting time in New Orleans because it was a time where a lot of restaurants like Gotros and Upper Line mm-hmm. and, you know, some of the other, uh, you know, kind of more bistro-y type, you know, a newer kind of, uh, New Orleans restaurant was right. coming into being. And um, you're starting to see interesting ingredients and, you know, that kind of thing. I think that's that's been really fun seeing, you know, when the farmer's market started opening up and you started being able to get more, more kinds of things. The big produce movement. And, right. Uh, you know, that was very exciting. I remember when I started working at Louis sixteenth, you know, which was my first restaurant. You know, it was exciting if we got button mushroom right. <laughs> you know, it really was I mean fresh mushrooms was a big deal right when I, when I went into the pantry there were all the b&b cans yeah. of you know mushrooms I mean you know and arugula oh my lord <laughs> and I and I, I remember one time when I uh, wanted to have my chef Danielle and his girlfriend over for dinner and I had just gotten Marcella Hazan's cookbook one of her first cookbooks okay and I had grown some zucchini in the backyard and I wanted to do something with zucchini, you know, and uh, and she said, you know, do zucchini with the fresh basil. She had a real simple recipe, I was like, fresh basil? Yeah. <laughs> What's that? That's funny. Right. I didn't know. <laughs> I had no idea. I had to run all over New Orleans looking for, I went to one of the first, uh, 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 what do they call them, health food restaurants back then on, uh, oh gosh, it later became kind of the original whole food. Okay. Um and they said I said, Do y'all have anything you know about fresh basil? And they're like, Oh, you gotta go see this guy on you know, <laughs> Jefferson Highway. <laughs> he might have some so I actually bought a you know a, a plant plant off of this guy and I was like ooh, this is good. <laughs> so, but I mean, really. That's I, how far we've come. It's oh, amazing. Oh, gosh. Now you can get, you know, just so many anything, <laughs> anything. And you can go on the internet and learn how to break down a side of beef and yes. you can, you know, so many just things. Like, it's ah! yeah, <laughs> really is crazy. But it's been fun. You know, it's just been fun watching the the changes and but uh, that was a that was a fun time, I think the the 90s were kind of you know, it was exciting. Everybody was discovering so many things, and I was so excited to be doing what I'm doing. I still am, but you know.
2: <laughs> so now that we're present day, what excites you now in the culinary world? What is. Because I think, you know, when you're talking about the 90s to even for me being here for eight years. The culinary landscape has completely changed.
1: Yeah, it
0: has. So, I think you know all the different. Well, it's the, grown. It the has sort yep. of changed. niche
1: restaurants. You know the fact that you know we've got um, uh, you know like Dakar Nola mm-hmm. and um, Addis Nola. Nola, Nola. Yeah, one, you know I think that's great, and just the, the level of the you know the sushi restaurants that have come a long way, and uh, you know. And, and, just watching Vietnamese blow up, yes. that's been fun, you know, you, you, I mean, you used to have to go to New Orleans East, or, right. you know, or the West Bank, which I still do, actually. Yeah. So, so, so do yeah. those so are still me. two of the best ones, uh, you know, <laughs> or where you can find the best ones, but you can also find them, you know, and you got a place like MoFo, which mm-hmm. is so awesome. Yes. Yeah. Um, one of my former... Uh, uh, chefs works there, and you know he travels to Southeast Asia all the mm-hmm. time and brings back such, you know, the great knowledge. I mean, he's always on a quest. Yeah. You know, so it's fun to see those kinds of things and to eat. Those <laughs> yes, it is. I always <laughs> like, and I like to eat with my hands, so I like a lot of these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I've always sort of liked that tactile, yeah, um, element of of eating.
0: Started with the olive sandwich.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes,
0: definitely.
2: Um, let's try and think. What do you, where, where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, uh, is it retirement? Is uh, it on,
1: on, back to Key West, retiring, putting your feet in the No, to- actually, oh, we've been going to Maine, uh, in the summers, you know. So I like, I like, uh, you know, I'd like to have a little bit of a, what is it called, peripatetic lifestyle. You know, we thought about, um, moving, you know, after Katrina, when our house flooded, and mm-hmm. we lived up in, uh. Chip's family. Fortunately, I had married a Mississippi guy the year before, so I had somewhere to go because uh, I don't know what I would have done, right. you know, if, if not. But uh, we moved in with his uh, brother and sister-in-law up there. That was very cozy. They had two kids. We had two kids. Oh, you know, well, it's nice. They had a dog. We had two cats. <laughs> but it actually, um, you know, it, it, it was a great, developed a great friendship. Um, And, you know, they're still our good travel buddies, and and it's really nice. So, um, like having another sister and brother, and and all of his family are great. But, uh, um, yeah, so we tried to make a short list of places that we... Chip was totally convinced that, you know, New Orleans was going under, and he, you know, again. So, I I think after Ida, we stayed put because we didn't have kids living mm-hmm. at home anymore, so we kind of wrote it out, and he's like, oh, well, I'm not afraid anymore. I'm, afraid. <laughs> I'm like, okay, no, don't go from one extreme to right, the other." Right, right. We tried to come up with a, a list of places that we would consider moving, and we just mm-hmm. haven't really, you know, he's all about the South, you know, I kind of, I don't know, I live in Massachusetts, both. I'm a right. little more, you know, uh, wide-ranging, but... Anyway, so I think we've just decided to, you know, State keep point. the house here and just travel, you know, as, as much as we can. New Orleans is such a great place to it come is. home to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we've been spending a little time in Maine because um, I said I am going to pick one place where I know I'm going to get some cool weather <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> in the summer. Um, we've been going up there and uh, and road trip because we have our 16-year-old dog, Little Rattler. Aww. And, uh, you know, yeah. So we hope we're, you know, I guess we'll be driving until such time as, yeah. you know, we don't need to anymore. But That's
2: not a bad way to do it, you know. Yeah, it's, such it's fun.
1: A... We've always, both of us individually and together love road trips. Mm-hmm. We just, we go wherever we want and we stop, we you know, went to this crazy place um, in in I think it's in Virginia. It's the, um, the uh, dinosaurs versus the um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the um, Yankees. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's funny. It's a crazy amusement park. You <laughs> oh, walk through, oh, it nutty. Yeah, the, the rebels and the and the Yankees with the dinosaurs. <laughs> it was very how fun, very fun okay but, uh, yeah so we stop at <laughs> places like that and try to find good little you know road food places
2: any fun trips besides the road trips internationally or anywhere else you're going
1: for this well trip? I definitely you know we definitely want to go back and I guess I guess I'd like to go back to Europe chips family is uh, background is Norwegian so I keep saying I'd like to go to the fjords and go you know maybe take the kids our kids are are grown now but I I have this idea you know I want to do another family trip Mm -hmm. just because I enjoy yeah you know traveling with them the last one it's been too long you know we went drove from Spain to from Barcelona to Paris oh wow how long was that it took uh we took about 6 days to do the nice. to do the drive mm-hmm. um, and it was really beautiful we went through Carcassonne and, oh. you know all up in, uh, just beautiful so That just sounds so lovely. It was nice and the kids were a good age but it's already that's already been you know probably 10 years. Wow. So nice. it's butter. time. We got to get back. Who and drove? We, uh, Chip did mostly. Yeah. <laughs> and I I like to I navigated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: love that. <laughs> so now we're in the thralls of mardi gras and everybody's talking about king cakes what's your favorite king cake which bakery because
1: you know everybody's very well chip that's me has been bringing (laughs) it home i know well i love gracious bakery (laughs) of course because i love megan and
0: we have one at the house right now yeah yeah, they're
1: so good i mean i I love their stuff anyway um but we did have uh, one of the chip Chip went immediately, saw uh, one of the pictures on Instagram and went immediately to Aya Bakehouse. Okay. Is it Aya? Aya, Yeah. And uh, got one of the chocolate croissant ones. Ooh. And a while most of it was consumed before he got Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did get to warm some up and have it with my coffee. Oh, and, that's in nice. In the morning. That was a really good one. <laughs> I, I have a kind, I'm, I'm a more of a savory, you know, girl, although mm-hmm. I love ice cream, but you know, I'm more of a, when it comes to dessert, I'm more of a, I'll just have a bite of yours kind of girl. That's <laughs> yeah. how I am. He gets
2: so mad because we'll go out to eat.
1: I order
0: dessert. <laughs> I want my dessert.
2: I just want one sweet bite, and I'm good. And yeah, but you eat. know what I
1: love is affogato. That's my my favorite. Great. That's yeah, is good, yeah. That's probably my favorite dessert, the espresso with the yes. scoop of ice cream or gelato in it. I think that has got to be the perfect dessert for me. Yes. For me.
2: Yeah, I am. I'm with you. We're on the same page. I'm more of a savory, salty, you know, no, cheese. chip addict. Yeah.
1: I have, to, I have to really be careful. What's yeah. your favorite chip? Oh, uh, dang, anything. We make pretty good ones at Rosedale. <laughs> um, you know, I, I like the the hotter than jalapenos. Okay. I like those. The zaps. The zaps. I like those. I, I like. You know, I'll go for a ruffle. I'm, I'm, you know, anyone, pretty, yeah, yeah. I'm a voodoo. Yeah, voodoo oh, chips, yeah. Exactly. yeah those are Voodoo's. good. Yeah,
0: Nina's go-to.
1: I
2: just, I can eat a whole bag and I know in no scary. time. It's, it's just
1: scary. I keep them in my car and I have to, like, <laughs> I have to throw the bag in the back seat so I can't get to it too easily. Once <laughs> right. I, once I go like, okay, that's enough. Put a rubber band on it. Yeah, just pitch it in the back seat. So, you know, I, I did
2: okay. see the other day was, um, it was you cooking for great chefs of the world. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you know John Shu? Yes, yeah, yes. John yeah. John, yeah, he's a, he comes around pretty regularly. Uh, you know, my first, my first uh, appearance on Great Chefs was uh, as the assistant to Danielle Bonneau, mm-hmm. who is my chef mentor. When they first started, I think it was the very first. Series, yes. back in well, let's see, it would have been I started in 79 or 80. Um, yeah, and I had a like a long braid, about <laughs> years, you know, in the chef's hat. Oh, yeah, i <laughs> kind of see me, you saw my hands once in a while, and you can yeah. see me walking off, off the <laughs> camera. But then, you know, then I did a few of he the did series, the yeah. yeah. I
2: saw it, I forgot what he cooked, it might have been like a creep Suzette or. Oh
1: yeah. Something totally, I love crepes. I like you know, they're still one of my favorite things to make. I, I
2: but it. I love that show. I if, if I if I catch a glimpse of it on like PBS I always make sure I stop and watch That's it good. because it's it was just interesting because there was nothing like it at the time. No, there, there was really no wasn't. food network, there was nothing so to have them go to all these different restaurants and, you know, yeah, make a dish. they started off here,
1: but then they really, you know, yeah. expanded around the world, so it was great. It was, I have a lot of those um, tapes John cleared out a bunch and gave me a big old box, you know, but I, and I don't, I have to admit, I don't watch a lot of um, cooking
0: shows, mm-hmm. you know, we don't. I just we don't either.
2: I know, but I, I, I mean, as I mean, we, as, interesting ones. Some,
0: you know. some I'll of do, them. We'll the, do
1: the Gordon Ramsay once in a while, <laughs> just because <laughs> it's so outrageous. It is. Like the it people is. Are so bad. I oh, actually I
2: like um, Kitchen Nightmares. Hey, that's God. a good one. He's it's got
1: several. And I don't. I can't remember what the names of them. You know, there's well, that's, that's the one. I kitchen and kitchen. Kitchen nightmares. Is that the one where he goes and like fixes up? He them? does. Yeah. And I mean, it's shocking. And it's things. scary <laughs> what they were working
0: with before. I know. It,
1: it doesn't is, make you like kind of pat yourself on the back and go, "My kitchen is so much better than." It. <laughs> I mean, it
2: is shocking what people <laughs> do when they run. Funny is <laughs>
0: you two aren't talking, and it's not that big of a story, but you were on television together oh
1: that's, yes. right. <laughs> that's Top right. Chef when it yes. was filmed here in New Orleans yes, yes. and
0: uh, Susan was a judge yes and oh. you lost Oh,
1: yeah,
2: not because of me well somebody else won of how's of that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, I mean that was a very intimidating show to do because it's my oh. first time in New Orleans
1: I'm just gonna say that is the bravest thing <laughs> I know to, to compete on those shows I, I'm I'm a crier I mean i I would have just, I remember there was one, I think it was the one that Justin was on or something, where the first thing they did was bring them out to
0: the swamp. The swamp the swamps are swamps are they
1: are, And you have to build your booth. Yeah, that, that, was, that, that,
0: fun. Fun. that was the first one. That was the
1: I first was like, challenge. I not, I'm not, I don't do that. Right. So how do, I, I have walked in and what? turn
0: on the lights and the yeah. and, the and start cooking. And, yeah, I would have just
1: been in tears, like right away. So I'm so glad I just got to be a judge. It, it <laughs> was
2: it, it was the hardest thing I've ever done. Was that was that? That was that was, years, that was yeah. yeah. that was our season. And oh, you're kidding. We walk in, like you, because Padma says today's challenge is cooking for 100 people for a cocktail party at the Swamp Soiree. So we're just like, oh, okay. this is gonna yeah. be great. Bye. Maybe it's a somebody's backyard and we get there and it's just this open space and there's um alligators you know hanging oh out in the God. back
1: that was how oh, that was your own yes house. i forget
2: where it what was in the you city but do? it's awful we get there and, like and you have to build your stations and luckily everybody was still playing nice so, so, so everybody helped everybody each helped, other? helped build yeah cuz it was thing. one of the first
1: hmm. uh, one of the first challenges
2: but it was it was hard. I remember we had Leah Chase she judged the gumbo yeah, episode yeah. and I bombed you so hard I because I was trying to I made, I made the mistake and I'll never make it again that's why I have been everybody's <laughs> like why don't you have gumbo in the menu because it's Leah Chase it's told sensitive. me that my gumbo was not good
0: <laughs> because I was
2: trying to do something really different. So I put, I think, collard mm. greens and mm-hmm. I put like a fried egg on it. And she's yeah, just like, what, what is, is this? Because <laughs> no. I was trying to do something outside of the box. It's oh, sure. such a traditional thing. Well, they, they and of, she told yeah. me, Mm-mm. and I, I just... Stay in your lane. Yes, pretty oh, much. Wow. <laughs> she's like, this is not gumbo. And she basically said... You young kids nowadays want to oh. change everything, and I was
1: just—I
2: just shriveled up, oh and I am just like I am never doing gumbo
1: again. <laughs> I bet you do a mean gumbo now do you, in yeah. my own home. Yeah,
0: yes. at home it's delicious, but it's it, its a no-win no situation <laughs> to put in there because if you ask anybody who makes mm-hmm. the best gumbo, they're gonna say their mom or their grandmother. Yeah. Right. And. But Each person will if say
1: If you that. were asked to do curried goat, I know yeah, who would have won. I can't say my
0: grandmother well, made the best curry right. goat. Well, that's I'm saying you,
1: you're very brave to have done that, to be a contestant. <laughs> because honestly, I know myself, and I get, I, you know, I still get asked from time to time to do things like, you know, the one they keep calling me about is be Bobby Flay. Oh. Which, you know, oh. kind, of, kind of might be fun, you know, but I just don't. I know I know myself well enough to I, I don't perform well under those situations. I don't, yes. I don't yeah. enough stress that. in my everyday I, yes. life. Yes. I don't need to manufacture. Right, more right. <laughs> you know, I don't need to. Have.
0: I think that chefs, successful chefs can handle anything in the world that there's You guys act like there's some soft spot but you're the some of the strongest character people out there to be able to put up with what you put up with. Have y'all seen the show on whatever it's on? Uh, the menu, the movie. Yeah, just watched yeah. Did you ever have a dream like that where you just invite your the, <laughs> your the worst kind customers. of get Yeah, the the worst guests you could have, and then at the end of dinner you're just gonna Killed hunt them all, them all down.
1: <laughs> no, but I used to think I would run a school for um for, for guests, you know, for restaurants. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> if they only so, yeah. knew what happens behind the scenes yeah, and just like um, teach them a few. A yeah. few things, but I think there's plenty of uh, you know. Again, I think there's plenty of social media for that now. Sure, I think, yeah. you know, I think the the restaurant goers are getting their, uh, I guess, comeuppance or whatever. They're getting they're getting schooled right. a little bit about how to. Larry how loves it. <laughs> well, no,
0: only the ones that are crazy. Oh,
1: oh I know.
0: But I know. The, I enjoy
1: well. that so much.
0: Uh, One of the great things that we have in New Orleans is. People are just so used to, well, first of all, everybody's nice who lives here for the most part, and everybody's used to dining out a lot. Yes. So they understand. They're respectful. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so it, too. And it,
1: they're, you know, they're adventurous. They're, you know, they, they. In love supportive to eat of, and supportive of, you know, it's, yeah. it's,
0: it's, it's stuff. A, uh, a neat situation. It's not like we're in some of the other uh, markets. It's just when those people from those other challenging markets they- <laughs> come to visit. Um the
1: ones that always say "I'm from blank," oh, yeah. right. and yeah. so right. I really yeah. know what good so, food is. Man, that is, is outstanding. You know?
0: yes. um, all that means is you just crank up the yalls even yeah. more yeah. to <laughs> to um, either uh, swoon them or uh, if they're annoyed by y'all, it helps that way too. So, um,
1: yeah, I like I like reading all your reactions to the to the various things. I you know I check out. I don't look at Yelp very much, no. you know, time to time. I like on Instagram. I love uh, Keith McNally's uh, Oh, I he's love great. The, yeah. He's great. I, I he love great. The, um the, the close uh, reports. Yeah. Yeah, the manager's reports <laughs> yes. are always interesting, you know. They're good. They're usually pretty positive, pretty upbeat. Yeah. They don't They don't beat up the customers no, too no, badly, no, no, no. but but they, it is interesting to see, you know. This many reservations, this many walk ins, yeah. this many cancellations, this many no shows, you know. Yeah. And the no show thing isn't as, as bad as it once was either. Yeah. I mean, that seemed like mm. it was kind of a epidemic for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just the whole, uh, you know, the wreath. And thank you for your work on getting the restaurant, uh, what is it? restaurant, the restaurant restitution. Restitution? Re- yeah, restaurant really. It, it was, was, I mean, that was a very. That was pretty huge of you to be involved in that. It
2: was a very stressful time because once we shut down both restaurants, I thought, this is America, it'll be 30 days and we'll be back on track. And as time went on, you know, when we had to tell our staff we had to close, I'm looking at all these faces. I was in tears. They were in tears because they were so uncertain. And, you know, it's this city especially got hit very hard because it's, hotels restaurants cafes mm-hmm. and it was a ghost town yeah and there was yes there was unemployment and there was some government aid but as a business you know some people were still paying rent. Um, some people were still paying some of the staff you oh, know yeah. and it's stressful we did take out for the first two months And it would be us and, you know, very small staff. And we would just sit around waiting for the phone to (laughs) ring.
0: Six feet away from each other. You know,
2: and we would just, (laughs) we couldn't prep because we didn't know how busy we were going to be. We were trying to make specials and, you know, empty out the fridge. We could only donate so much because they were inundated with every restaurant donating food. (laughs) And we were just like, what are we going to do? And it was very stressful. And I saw this group of individuals, you know, Will Godara and Bobby Stucky they were posting things and I'm like how do we get this to be bigger yeah. and just more and more chefs joined in and it was just really important to scream and shout from the top of the hill like hey we need help here we're- yeah. and, and again
1: it's just, that you became know, the independent restaurants you know Well, really that became
0: the the IRC yeah. the yeah. independent restaurant coalition oh, man. and that's where you know, I was getting when you took that step up when the gulf spill happened that's sort of what happened on a much bigger scale yeah so if if you gave them the confidence or or those ideas gave people the confidence to do it then now we have a pretty decent voice that was able to well
1: it definitely you know it made a big impact on sure what we were able to do and do you know for the employees and yeah, oh, God, hang on. I just remember that I didn't know what to do with myself. You know, that was just oh, the worst it, it, it feeling. It was a stressful thing. I would go thing. to the restaurant every day. You know, I, I hooked up with Chef's Brigade after Oh, a yeah. so, so a did while. we, so yes. That was good, you know. At least that gave me a, a purpose a couple of times a right. week, you know. But I was going there.
0: Well, <laughs> I feel sorry for your husband because <laughs> I experienced that first moment of uh, those first two weeks of we're closed, we cannot open to the public. And having a chef at home going crazy, yeah. like not <laughs> not having something to do. Um, yeah, do not have it, it any was, hobbies. You, well, know, that really you couldn't go anywhere. Of, you, know? you couldn't get to, yeah. you know, let's just go to, um, you know, some other country and hang out. No, it was all over the world.
2: Right, but we also, as chefs, we have a routine. Yeah. We have a very, you know, the restaurant is where mm-hmm. we spend most of our days. So if that's taken away from you, it, it's kind of a scary moment. And it was, it yeah. was,
1: It's kind of how I feel about retirement. Right, right. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I mean, I'm looking at that in the not-too-distant future. I mean, maybe, you know, not being completely away from the restaurant, but being off the kitchen schedule (laughs) for these days, if ever. Um, You know, but I really have to have... I'm I'm spending... So the last couple of my days off, Mondays and Tuesdays, Mm -hmm. I've been trying to kind of think about what am I gonna do. I thought about another cookbook and then I'm like, eh, you know, I don't wanna do that. I kinda like to you know, I've been looking at maybe I don't wanna necessarily teach cooking, but yeah. I wanna do something like adult literacy or right. teaching English as a second language or I wanna kind of expand my horizon yeah. a little bit. You know? I mean my my life has been about food for a long time yeah. and I you know, I'm interested in, in other things. So, I don't know. That's going to be a challenge because I have to be engaged. I can't just. That's you know, so lovely. You can only play Wordle once a day. Right, you right. <laughs> well, he played it for hours.
2: But, you know, that's something when I. I
0: don't play it first.
2: Stop. But when <laughs> I. I play every day. When I um, became a really good friends with Leah Chase, I would go by the restaurant and see her. Um, and I would just like pop in and, oh, there's Miss Leah there. She's like, oh, she's in the kitchen. And in the beginning, I was be like, Ms. Leah, you need to retire. And she's like, why? She's like, I am surrounded by my friends and my family, and I'm yeah. doing what I love. So why would I... She never saw it as work. She just saw it as, I'm going to go yeah. hang out with my friends yeah. and my family and, you know, stir do the gumbo do. pot. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's it made sense to me because if she did retire, I think she would have been not in her best, you know. Yeah. And she was just happy. And I think some people... You know when you love something um it doesn't feel like work yeah you know
1: it doesn't if i you know, I know i'm sure that i'll still you know continue to go in and i like making the specials right and doing different stuff and just so do the guests enjoy that so, as well you know but we'll see we'll see how that goes
0: well, chef, thank you very much for it's being with pleasure. us today. This is so much fun. You're obviously one of our favorite people to chat with, anyway around town. And best of continued success. Best to your husband. Yes. The husband of a chef. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's
0: one of the hardest positions in life. Oh, stop. Except but thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's, it's been, been a pleasure. I know we don't do this
2: very
1: often. No, It's nice. Thank you so much. I enjoyed
0: it. Thank you.
2: Make way for the reaper. Make way for the reaper. Make way for the reaper. Make way for the reaper.
1: Make way for the reaper.
0: Make way for the reaper. Back up. Everybody
2: back. Give us a run. Give us a run. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give city tour the trolley give me animals the zoo. give me some sea life <laughs> <laughs> give me museums give me a woo Roller coaster. what's that spell san diego if you're happy and you know it san diego is the place to show it book your family vacation at san diego.org funded in part with the city of san diego Tourism and marketing
1: district assessment funds trinity school of natural health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry